want to thank Rina and Israel Fuchs for opening up the home for this year. It's a home that's filled with chesed and it's very much appreciated. An interesting thing happened, somebody showed me the other day that they're, they're, they're translating Gilvavi to English. The first chalik is, is, is taking place online. So somebody gave me some papers, some pages from there. I think it's on the Bilvavi. I'm not sure what the official site is. I could find that. But the translation appears to be a very, very good one. And the Tzadik gave permission. It was made clear to him that it could have a tremendous impact upon people. So it's being, it's, it's, they put it on the computer, the entire Hebrew, the first chalik. And the English, I think, is not finished. But I, I saw that it's going piece by piece. So it would be very good to review and to go over. <clears throat> it's a sign that we're getting closer to Mashiach, Baruch Hashem. We're on page Lamed. Page Lamed. Shoshi b'sposis l'chal ha'yimamad. The bottom of the page on page Lamed. We're trying to unwrap the Ramchal's gift. To Klai Yisrael, the Ramchal made the Ramchal gave many many presents to the Jewish people, and we're still after hundreds of years we're still trying to open them up and to understand how magnificent these gifts are. But the author of the Novavi has been has been talking about one specific gift, the gift of Sha'achas, of the one hour, the gift of. Of the of the one hour of the day, which means, as we've already been talking about for such a long time, which means uh, uh, whatever that is, if it's not an hour, a piece of the day, a small piece of the day, for a person, for a person, kamamish, pour his heart out, talk to, explain, discuss, complain, and so on. Not the regular time of davening. This Ramchal said was the way that all of the tzaddikim got close to Hashem. There's no other way to get close to Hashem Baruch Hu, to establish a relationship without this personal, without this personal means and way of approaching Hashem Baruch Hu in the simplest way as a child with a father. To a mother, there's no other way. And that's what we've been talking about, and over and over he's been saying how if we think of any, that there is any other way, it would be a terrible mistake to ignore this. And as difficult as it is, because we're not used to it, our entire life depends on it in this world and in the world to come. And we've been talking about how to spend that time. Some examples of how to spend that time. In the beginning it's very uncomfortable. We've been talking about that. On the bottom of page Lamed, On the bottom of page Lamed, Ramchal is telling us that this hour, again, this period of time, It's not meant to be the only time of the day. That you have a kesher to Hashem's that you work on this relationship with Hashem. It's not meant to be the only time. 
You know how sometimes, in order to keep yourself going, you have to have something to look forward to, right? You ever do that? Everybody does that. Like right now, you're thinking about going to sleep. So, but that's not really keeping yourself going. That's, that's ending the day. But you know, the things that are like little milestones and things that we look for in a year, in a month, in a week, in a day. And without those little nakudas, sometimes they're bigger, sometimes they're smaller, but we have to have that nakuda in time to give us a chiz to move forward. Something to look forward to, something to hope for. But Yehuda Levi in Kuzuri, when he speaks about the chosid, about the tzaddik, Yehuda Levi speaks about how those moments of the day when he's able to speak to Hashem, he's able to close the door and 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 turn the 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 island, you know the people that are there to ask them to, to leave a little bit, and he's able to have a few moments alone with the Shem Zbach. But Yudah Levi says that that's the it's the fruit of the Chazit's time. It's the it's what he lives for. So what the Machab is saying, what the author is saying over here is that it's not that that's the only time of the day that one connects to God. We should try to have that throughout the day. And obviously there's brachas and there's different times and daven and there's benching and so on. There are times. But the Shah Achas that the Ramchal is talking about, that we've been learning about, it's from that hour that the rest of the day, he says, is Yoinek is Makach Yusuf. It's being nursed. The entire day is nursing. From that, it's nursing, it's receiving its chiz, its life. From that, from that hour. It's the focal point of a person's time. So the 24 hours are all drawing from that, are all drawing from that Sha'ahas. Just like the seven days of the week draw from Shabbos, which the Zoya says, Befeish. Whatever happens during the, during the week, it's, it's from the Kayach of Shabbos. And each and every one of us lives for Shabbos. And then we, and then when we pass through Shabbos, we, we, we wait for it again. And that's the focal point of our week, of our time, is to come to Shabbos. So to the Sha'ahas, in the beginning one doesn't feel that, but as a person, as we work on this, more and more and more, we feel that the Sha'ahas, that that time of the day, where a person can close everything off, and can talk to Hashem Baruch a little bit, that that time of the day is the, de- is the time from which all the hours of the day are yearning, are drawing sustenance and life. He's saying that, look, only very, very great people can be attached to Hashem's Baruch constantly, all of the time. All of the time. To be in that, in that way, in that, on such a level, that's very few people can do that. Still, every person needs to have a main basis, a basis, and a headquarter of time. You have to have something that's called like home base. Remember we used to play running bases? I don't know if, you st- if they still do that. That was the most inexpensive and fun game that we had growing up. Right? So, you know, that feeling when it looks like you're going to make it to the home base. And from there, you look out for everything. And from there, you are able to 
move forward and to make decisions of how to and what to. Each person needs to have a home base. And and therefore, the average person is not great enough to be able to think about God all day and to be in such a place of devakas. And we wouldn't even know where to begin. But every single one of us is certainly able to have the Shah as that piece of time which becomes which becomes the, 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 the home base. If you ever spoke to people who meditate, I'm talking about people healthy, normal, who are acquainted with the art of meditation. Any person that you would speak to that that is privileged to engage in meditation will tell you that the entire day Every waking moment is only drawing its life from that small time of meditation. From that little time of meditation. That's what he's saying. It's very hard for a regular person to be attached to Hashem's work the whole day. Everybody needs a, a home base of time. Like it says by Rivki Menu. Rivki Menu says she went to seek out Hashem. And even though, of course, Rashi tells us that she went to the base Medrash of, of Shem uh, and Ava to ask an Eitzah what's going on inside of her with the, with the commotion that was taking place inside of her. The simple side of the passage is she, she went by herself someplace to seek out Hashem. She went to speak to Hashem's Baruch. And she, and she was married to such a person. Yitzchak Avinu. Yitzchak Avinu is also says by Yitzchak. Yitzchak went to speak in the fields. And we know that Yitzchak speaking in the fields was his Baidadus. It was his Baidadus of talking to Hashem's Baruch away from everything else. It's a special time of the day. To go and seek out Hashem. It's a time when a person is by himself and he's seeking to have a feeling of wanting the truth. He wants to feel the truth. Think of how the hours go by in a day, in a week, in our lives, without thinking of the truth. The truth, of course, doesn't mean the opposite of lying. It means the, the truth, which we were created, which we can talk more about in the next paragraph. To think about, sometime to think about, what am I here for? What's the tachas of my life? What's the tachas of my life? And to, and to remind oneself of the truth. Noisach l'mitzvah in addition to the mitzvahs that we do all day long, in addition to davening, in addition to saying tilim, there must be a time, an hour, a time that is pure, zaka, completely pure. It must be a time during which the essence of the heart can reach a state where it cries out from its depths, Va'ani, 
and I, like David Mal said, Va'ani and I, Ha'ani shekol Yehudi v'Yehudi, the I that is the essence of each and every Jew. Kirvus of There's nothing that's better than being close to Hashem. Kirvus elokim litayv, which we thought about the whole first chayla. Shanefesh talchush be'emes. During that time, that we can feel be'emes in truth. Shatayv ha'amiti, that the true good. Tayv ha'amiti. There are a lot of things in life that are good, but the tayv ha'amiti is kirvus Hashem. The, the true good and the good that is the source of all good is Kirvas Hashem. And the tachas of, of those being in this world is Kirvas Hashem. Closeness to Kajbarah. The sad thing is when people come up with other definitions of good. Right? That's what's sad. And people are looking for other definitions of good. So there are things that a person looks forward to in the day that he or she defines as good. I'm looking for a good meal. A good phone call with a friend a good time with a child with a baby those are all those are all good things but the ikir is chastam nasev the good for which we created none of those things not not to eat not to the children not to the friend all of those are seifim are paragraphs but the the tachlis for which we created Darnal says is kir v'salakim is to establish a relationship with the Rabbani Shalom. Kol's man shah nefesh mitzad atzma in a za'ekes davazah v'za'akesh in a pesekes la'irach kol ha'yamama as long as a person's soul is not calling for that continuously throughout the day again it doesn't mean that we're on such a medrake that we keep doing that all day but if one does it at least for that sha'achas for a little bit of the day then it has an ability to affect one's entire day and even after you stop saying the words the nefesh is alekis you know when you're with somebody that you love very much even after you stop saying I love you your, your soul is still saying I love you even if you're not with that person there are people that can do that for 20, 30, 40 years after the person has already left the world and Hashem never ever leaves our presence not for a second we're not separated from Him so even after a person says the words and you can't say the words anymore. I mean, you have to. You're busy with, with school, or with uh, the laundry, or with shopping, or with cooking, or chayesos, whatever it is. But the, the the but the soul is calling out all day long, and it comes. It's it's again. It's being nourished and nursed by that shaachas, by that hour of clarity, of thinking of the truth, and of speaking to the rational words that are true. Not somebody else's words. Not just saying tilim or saying ashachis or mincha or by benching or brachas. That's all good. But as we've been learning, that's not the shachas. It has to be something different. It has to be something personal, something on your own. And if not, Adam If you don't ask and you don't call out and you don't want it, you're not going to reach closeness to Hashem. You could be a good Jew and and be rewarded for everything at 120. But the vakas vabayre, to be dovak tashem, to be attached tashem, which is the purpose of our creation, that's not going to be achieved. Im adam If a person would come here into this world and say, Yehudim, Yidim, Ani mulchan lahanik lachem eitzeh shemavticha If somebody would come 
somebody that we trust. If a Navi would come, a certified Navi would come, no, with a hash. It says, oh, there's going to be soon, there'll be such things. Comes the Navi. My son was just telling me how he read in a book, such an interesting and beautiful thing he read in a book. There were some people, I don't remember where it happened, someplace far away, and there's a, there was a Jewish cemetery. People went to see. They were visiting in this town somewhere. I don't know where, it's far away. And they went to this town to see the Jewish cemetery. And uh, and there was a matseva there. And the, what it had on the matseva was, it said on the matseva, there was a big engraved thing, upside down in Hebrew, upside down, that said, Koshul Pesach. On the, on the tombstone, it said, Koshul Pesach, upside down. So, so what, they went to find out what is this kosher pesach? What, what's what's buried over this? Some macaroons or something? <laughs> and upside down kosher pesach. So it turns out that the mice was. I mean, my son told me this whole thing, but how the how they found out? They they looked into the whole thing. That there was a yid. That his whole life, he lived away from the Jewish people and with no Yiddish kind at all, nothing. And then. When it came time before he died, he told the people that were there that he's Jewish and he wants to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. And he said he doesn't remember anything. He doesn't know anything. But he always carried a piece of paper in his pocket with these Hebrew words that he took from a, a, a label from when he was a little kid. He had in his wallet that's from some box that said Koshal Pesach. And he asked them over there, so you could put this, bury me with Jews and put this on the... And so they didn't even know how to copy it, the people there. They just... They did the engraving and they did it because uh, they, they took it upside down. So they made the face and it's upside down. They need it for Jew. Where was it? I don't remember. I could ask my son. I don't remember. Where. But uh, he just read this recently in a book. But what a person is. So if, if a Navi could come and the Navi would give his. And the Navi would come and say, Yidin, he would give his official declaration and say, Yidin, Animuchan lahanik lechem eitzah, I have for you an eitzah, Shemafticha ganayin. I have advice, I have an eitzah for you, guaranteed ganayin. Guaranteed. Eitzah shal yodem agim lo'ilam haba. An eitzah through which you're going to reach alam haba. And then, of course, he has to say, and it doesn't cost anything. And when you're talking to Yidin, you have to make sure that you And there's no charge. It's not a fundraising thing, right? Because everybody's going to be suspicious, even of Elio Navi. And Eitzah shal yodah megim la'ilam hava. Eitzah shal yodah megim la'kashbaruch abandus. I want to give you an Eitzah. That's all we're looking for. We're just afraid of working hard. We're just afraid. We're afraid of the consequences of what it might, how this, this, Eitzah might affect our marriages, our friendships, how it might affect our Gashmias. We're afraid of a million things. But a Navi comes and says, I, I'm giving you an Eitzah, and this Eitzah, this Eitzah is an Eitzah of how to for sure go to Ganeidim, to, to, to be in Ganeidim, in Elam Haba, and the Emes to, to, to reach a Kaddish Baruch. That's everybody wants. Who wouldn't rush to grab such a thing? Just like in the medrash of this parsha, right? We're now, we're now, we're now in the in the medrash of of uh, of, the, of Tazria, Mitzrayim, uh, the parshas of Tazria Mitzrayim, the Indian the Indian of Lashon So everybody knows the medrash of 
of the person that was going around saying, Man boy chai, who wants life? Who wants life? Right? Remember, somebody was going around, sell, a, a merchant was saying, Who wants life? Man boy who wants life? And, and all the Jews came rushing there. Who wants life? So then he said to them, he took and he said, the Pasig is what? Who wants life? Then be careful with what you say, if you really want life. Everybody wants not only life in this world, every Jew wants life in the next world. And every Jew wants a connection to Kaddish Baruch Hu. He's just afraid of what the price is. He's afraid of what that's going to cost. And how much is going to be required. And what he's going to have to do. And since for little we hear stories about tzaddikim who live lives of deprivation, and and we don't we don't want that, we don't feel like we're ready for that. We don't want to live like it. we don't want to live like that. We 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 want we want it, the lives that we have, and we want the nice things that we have, and we want to be able to have our families and friends and so on. But me, but but who wouldn't want someone's coming a uh, navi and eitzah of kivasel kiv. Which one of us, who, who would close our ears not to hear such a thing? The Ramchal has a very good stamp on him. And the Ramchal, the Ramchal has come to give us this Eitzah. The Ramchal has come into our lives to give us this Eitzah. It's not only the Ramchal's Eitzah, he says it, he says it so clearly. Of course, all the Tzaddikim said this Eitzah. I'm not the first person the author says to have read this and, not, and you who are listening to this who are learning this you're not the first to hear it but the greater the Eitz is and the more crucial the advice is for your life the more important an Eitzah is, the more the Eitzah comes to take it away from you. That's the way it is. The more urgently you need an Eitzah, if there's something that you need very, very badly, some advice for your life, it's a simon. The more resistant you are, it's a simon that that's what you need most. It's a simon that that's what you need most. It's the nature of the Eitzah. Things that you don't need so badly, the Eitzah will let it go through customs. You understand? <laughs> but when you need something very, very badly, and your whole life, not only in this world, but your life in the next world. Remember I was saying this on Shabbos afternoon, some of you, I think, there, I said Shabbos afternoon, I was talking to a, a precious Jew from the community, and I, was, and I was begging him, and I've been begging you for a long time to stop smoking. And I was begging you to stop smoking, you have a family, you have everything in your life to look forward to, what's the matter, what's the matter with you, stop it. He starts to tell me that he starts to tell me that a study there was a study that recently showed that because for a certain kind of an Indian, if you have it, that the smoking can even help it. So I looked at him and I said, are you kidding? <laughs> so you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me, you, you're, you're going to come up with something that says that smoking is good for your health, and it's a good, it's a good AIDS. So he says, well, just because the study could be, and I have a little bit of this, you know, I have this other Indian, and the smoking is still, I said, you can find another way to help out your other Indian. But you're telling me that smoke, no, it's because, it's because the most important AIDS for you right now in your life, is to stop, to stop, to stop killing yourself. You want to live. You want to. You want to see grandchildren. You want to build the family up, and you want people. You, you love your family. You love. You love being in this world, doing this. So what's the matter with you? And 
But when something is the most important Eitzah, and the simplest Eitzah, the Eitzahara can find such strange things not to hear it. Such strange and bizarre things not to hear it. That's the power of a person. That's what he's saying. So the greater the Eitzah, and the more crucial it is to your life. That's how big the Eitzahara is. And it's a bigger Yetzirah, because the Yetzirah knows this is a Choshua, a Choshua thing that can change this person's life. And the Yetzirah works very, very hard to create any kind of, of a fantasy or delusion to make it appear as if that Eitz is not so important. It's not so important. It could wait. It doesn't have to be now. It doesn't have to ever be. It doesn't have to be now. Eich Yochel Yehudi Shemavakish Emes how could it be that any Jew who's Mavakish Emes, and we like to think of ourselves as people who are Mavakish Emes. I mean, I always say that, if you're already coming to such a Shia, you're Mavakish Emes. I mean, you're already, you're already in trouble. Because uh, this is not the kind of a thing, you're coming to hear Pshatl, or you're coming to hear a Drush, or some good Vart. That's not what the Sefer is about. And we've been learning this together. It, 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 to be Mavakish Emes, so a person that is seeking the truth. Eich Yochel Yehudish Mavakish Emes, Lav al Chal. A person who's seeking the truth, how could he ignore what the Ramchal is saying? That's why a person can go, a person can go to a thousand shiurim and can hear beautiful, beautiful tires, all kinds of fancy stuff, interesting and deep, profound things, but he can't hear an Eitzat Taiva. Now, if, if, if the, let's say the the Rav that he's listening to or the Rebbe and whoever it is are giving the Moskeval de Gishir. And, and the person has been going to hear this year, and it's all kinds of beautiful ideas, and he enjoys them, and she, she says them over a Shabbos and during the week. Everything is gewaldic. But then, if there's a Pusha to Eitzah, a simple piece of advice, the take from that Shia, that it's so hard to do that. Women are much better than that, than men, that's for sure. But it's so hard. That's why 99% over the years, I'm talking about for so many years, and thousands and thousands of people, I shouldn't say 99, but Ruba de Ruba, when it comes to that question of, of Rabbi, how can I apply this Lemaise to my life? He said something that's interesting, it's nice, it sounds like it's something that's good, what do I do? Ruba de Ruba, the women are coming to, to ask that. But, but, but the man can say it over, and he could say it over good. Sometimes he could say it over better than, than the wife. But the Koyal, to bring it to Malchus of the Malchus and Eitzah, of, of changing, of doing something different with your life. And here in the Ramchal telling us that our entire life depends on it. Because not just in this world, our life after 120 depends on this Eitzah of putting aside some time. Every day to try to put aside a little bit, a few minutes of his bite of this. So how could it be such a thing that he doesn't listen? How could you read these words of the Ramchal and not to and not to apply them, not to try at least, to try, look at to try, to begin working on it. The only explanation for such a craziness, for such an insanity, to ignore this when someone's telling you this is what's going to give you life in this world and the next world, the only explanation is that we're crazy. Everybody knows what the Gemara says, but the, that the only way that a Jew could do an Aveira is because he becomes temporarily insane. Any one of us is thinking about the Rishon and thinking about the Tachlis of our lives. If we would think about that, we could never do an Avera. How could you do an Avera? We'd never be able to do an Avera. 
So the so the Gemara says the only you, you know you uh, know this Gemara the only the only way that a person can ever do an avera is because it's a shtus for you forget you forget a harish kind it's a shtus like after you something you know what happens that you lose your temper and you say crazy things and afterwards you're embarrassed that you can't believe you said that can you imagine if there would be tape recordings of all the things that we've ever said when we were losing our minds and then we hear these things would be like a it would be like a, a medley of, of our worst moments you know put together into one tape. It could be an hour, it could be ten hours, but of the worst, our worst moments, and to put it together, and, and like screaming stuff, or, or saying stuff like very angry and scream. You'd play, you'd, you'd listen to this, you'd laugh, you'd cry, and you'd say, if you wouldn't know that it was you, you'd say, this person belongs in an asylum. It's a crazy person. And then when you realize that it's you, then it's even worse because it doesn't match up at all with, with, with anything that you think about yourself or any vision that you have of who you are. It's like a, it's like a, a, a stranger. It's a, a crazy person. Because That's the only way to explain these things, how a person can ignore such a thing. What does it mean, You know this also. Chaytei, the word chayt. Chaytei is melashon machtiyas hamatayr. The Bashamta used to say this a lot. A chayt, the word in Hebrew, melashon kaidish, means to miss the target. Lahachti esamatayr. They even use that in modern in modern Hebrew. Lahachti esamatayr means to miss the target. But the only way that a person can sin, we're not talking about a person that does not. Obviously, if someone does not halach, he could do avayus all the time. We're not talking about that. When you know something is wrong, and still do it. Not uh, the person doesn't know. The only way it's how do you explain when somebody knows, that someone knows something, and he still does it? The motion. The person, if a person is told that, uh, let's say, a person was uh, had problems with alcohol, and for years, and finally, finally, after a lot of hard work and rehabilitation, and oh, finally, he is able to, to to stay away from that. And then he finds himself on a rough day, and there's a problem, and he's having some sores. He finds himself sitting there again with a bottle and drinking. It can only be a roshdus, right? Because he knows that all this ever caused him in life is misery. He knows that. That's why he's been trying for the last uh, ten years to get over it. It only brought him to, to horrible, horrible. He lost everything. There are people that lose everything from that. You know that. There are people who lose everything from these things. So how could he be doing it? Now the terrorist says he's missing the target. He's just not. He's not focused on on the his machti esamatari. He's not focused on the tachlis of his life at that moment, and because of that, he gets lost in that momentary insanity and that need that he feels for that fix, and, and and he forgets why he's in the world. And people's lives are destroyed like this. Kasei, all the time these things are happening. Therefore, only a Ruach Shtus can take us away from this clear and simple Eitz of the Ramchal and all the Sadiqim. That the only way to, to, to come to a Madrega of Kivas or Kim, each and every one of us, is by that Shah has that time. That's that time which we're going to talk more about in Pagdal, of talking to the Baisham. And time of making a cheshman and nefesh of what's the truth and why am I in this world and to stop and to think and to speak. Kol adam imhayu my dear my Yehudi, 
anybody, if he become him, would be, if someone they would come to him and say, Yehudi, some will come and say, you know, you're very, very, very far from Shlemus. You're very far from, from who you should be. And not only right now are you far from who you should be, and that's the matziv of your life, not only that, but the chances of you ever getting to what you want to get to are also very, very dim. The chances are very bleak that you're ever going to get to that place. That's a very hurtful thing. It would be hurtful even if it wasn't Hashem is both that you're looking for. It would be hurtful if somebody is working very, very hard to, to make a million dollars, if somebody is working very hard to, to, to have nice kids, whatever it might be. And someone says that he knows for a fact, and he tells you you're so far, 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 you're completely in the wrong mahalach. And not only that, because you're so far, the chances are very, very slim that you could ever have a shaykhist to, to accomplishing that. So you could become very defensive. You could become very angry. So all of us can go on thinking that we're all, you know, uh, we're all completely in that way of shlemus. But a person says, Misham Avakish Amis. But if a person is seeking the truth, it must have happened to each and every one of you and myself. That I know with myself, I can only say it must be by everybody else too. That that you're very, very confident and you feel good about things and then something happens or somebody said something, says something and you start to think how it's just not right. In other words, that, that even though it looks like it's right, but it's not right. In other words, that 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 I'm far from I'm far from what I wanted to be when I was younger and I, and I was hoping to become I'm very far from that and when that hits you if you're not Mavakish Emes then you don't think of those things and, doesn't, and, and if someone tells you you're far from it you, you tell them get lost or you go to hear you know, another speech or something but if you're Mavakish Emes the heart would be totally broken Imagine the feeling of, of a parent that's doing everything that he or she thinks that he can or she to to raise this child the right way, and then the parent happens to find uh, a letter that the kid sent to somebody or an email on the computer that uh, the kid didn't know or whatever, and it was somehow on their email that the kid's sending to his best friend. Or you have a married daughter, and the married daughter you find something that she sent. Uh, an email or to her, or to her, or she's a college she sent to her fiance which says that that my my mother was clueless about who I am and clueless about what I needed in life and never ever for a moment felt what I'm feeling and could understand who I am and you find such an email that your kid's sending to somebody right that's not a good day <laughs> it's a very very bad day such a feeling and you don't get it because he said then you don't know to talk to the kid or not I'm not talking about little kid you don't know how to talk so he's saying I don't understand we, 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 we shop together we ate together we laugh together we tell jokes because she comes Shabbos we, we, what, what, what is that I, I was so off how could I how could I be so off but these things are happening also a lot the kid went along because the kid didn't, doesn't want to rock the boat 
and she might have dropped hints for the last, you know, 20 years or so, in different ways, but the kids are afraid, you know. And the parent discovers that all that I thought was like this happy family, and shleimus, shibber shleimus, like perfect and beautiful, the whole thing is done. It's not true. My kid never felt for a moment that I was, that I was, tuned into her. For a second, I understood when she was, when she was coming. That's a very, very, very hard thing to hear. So most people will get very defensive and angry about finding that email. And they might say, good for nothing. What a good for nothing. And that would only confirm, of course, the, 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 the whole, the whole problem, the whole Indian. What a good for nothing. What, I didn't do this for her, I didn't do that for her, I didn't do this for her. These are fights and these are arguments and discussions and so on. But the Matthias is that, 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 that's what, that's what the child has been feeling. And she wasn't even able to share that with you. You just happened to come across the email. That's a terrible feeling. So a person who's mavakish to Amos doesn't hide from that and doesn't run away from it. It doesn't get defensive. It gets brokenhearted. So how much more so? I mean, just, that's just a marshal. It's a, it's a horrible marshal. It, it hurts. But, but how much more so? How much more so? When a person thinks that his or her life is a Jew, he's like everybody else's. Because that's what we do. We say, oh, why am I worse than Yenim? I'm not worse than her. I'm not worse than him. What do you mean? You know, I, I, went, I went the other day to buy for my daughter's chas and I went to buy him a, a, a It's a very big simcha. Everybody should be zayichi for simchas. And I went to buy him a, a talus. So I went to the, to the place where I go to buy it was the Hashem Talaisim. And, and I came to the Yid. And, I, and he said to me, you know, what size talus do you need? So I said, yeah, he's not short, he's not so tall. So my daughter could use a bigger talus. <laughs> but she doesn't wear one. But he's not so, he needs a talus. Nice, you know, whatever. How tall is he? So I said, I don't know. I don't know how tall he is. Maybe 5'11", let's say. Maybe. I don't know. Something like that. So I, but I said to him, you know what? But I, I like to, I, I always take for the, I took for the Hassan and even for myself, the longer towels, because it's comfortable, because you could, you have more room to work with and bring it down. It's more comfortable. <laughs> so give him the, give him the big towels. So he says to me, you mean the 80 inch? I said, 80 inches? I wasn't talking about, you know, goals. Where'd you get a towel for that? So he said, no, they're making now 80 inches. T- it used to be only the 72 inch now. They make 80 inch towels. I said, oh, wow. I don't know. That's too, that's too much. So I said to him, I said to this year, this very sweet year, so I, and he left. And I said, I said to him, you know, I really would rather they'd be making bigger Jews and smaller Talaisim than bigger Talaisim and smaller Jews. He said, he said to me, you know, you wouldn't believe the kind of things that go on in this store. As he said, the kind of, you know, the externals that people are caught up with. And I'm talking about in Judaicus, you know, in a Jewish place. But the, the, the impressions that people want to make with mitzvahs, even with mitzvahs, which is good for his panasa, obviously. <laughs> but, but, but he said, you're right. If, be, if the talisman would be smaller, you know, the fathers and grandfathers, you didn't wear talisman down to the floor, you know. If the Talaisim would be smaller, but the Eden would be bigger, Eden would be a much better situation. But now we're living in a world where the Talaisim are getting longer and longer, but the Eden are getting smaller and smaller. And, and that's very sad. That's very sad. But if a person is Mavakish, the Amos, and that's the Ikka. 
And a person is able to look at himself and say, over all the years I was wearing a big talus, have I gotten any bigger? Over all the years I'm dressed a certain way, I talk a certain way, I act a certain way. But the emes, emes, am I closer to the Barishan than I was when I was 10 years old? Than I was 15 years old? So now I might look for him and talk for him and act for him, but emes, emes, that's all nice. But, and the talus is nice too, but emes, am I, am I really, really... Closer to the Barisham than I, than, I, than I was when I was a kid. Well, I was uh, a little bit older and I started to think about the Barisham. And a person is a Mavakish, the Emes. Misha Mavakish, Emes, Libai Haya Nishba Bekirbai. The heart gets broken. The heart breaks. That's not only a Yom Kippur thought. That's not only a Yom Kippur thought. It's the thought of a person's Mavakish, the Emes, that walks throughout his entire life somewhere between. Unbelievable, immeasurable joy and, and total despair. And there's no way to describe that unless a person has felt it. But one has to always be machazic oneself. Not to get, not to have to feel despair and to give up. Especially when we're zoicha to hear aces from tzaddikim. And, and, and they're not hard aces. It's just to, to try. But Mishim Vakisham is Libah here and Nishba Bekirba, Vallaha and Naisan Manachla Nafshai. Can you imagine? So now let's go back to that email. So you, 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 you spoke it out with your kid, and, and the kid says, Ma, you want to start again? You want to try again? You wouldn't want to try again? What wouldn't you do to try again? Your child's saying, even though the first 20 years were for Fallon, the first 25, the first 40 years, whatever. But I'm, the child says, I'm prepared, Ma, to try again. What do you say? You wouldn't know how to stop kissing your kid and thanking her. Right? You wouldn't be able to stop thanking him for giving you that chance to start again. And the Baruch Shalom is every single day with us. Every single day the Shekhin HaKadosh says such a thing to us. And we wouldn't rest. We wouldn't stop. We'd be so excited to have another chance. What a schuss we have that, that, that these Swarm are coming out in our lifetime. That we're able to, to, to learn these things and to talk about these things and to start again, to try again, to be humble and to try again. It's such a schus. And especially after you were told that it's very unlikely that you could fix this. It's very, very hard. There's very little chance of fixing this. And you're given a chance. You're given a chance, and you're given an etzah. La Elena, if someone comes and tells, there's a person that has chalila, a terrible, terrible sickness, and the doctors in the CIH, hey, there's nothing to do. And then, and then there's big news on the radio that day, that for this machla, they just, just have an experimental thing that they kept secret for the last five years, that they have a cure, that it's just approved, it was just allowed, it was just approved, by the government, and and um, and there are a certain amount that uh, first come first serve of this Indian, of this cure. A person's listening to this on the radio that has that machla. After after he or she has been told by a hundred doctors that it's, that there's nothing to talk about, it's found and you hear and you hear that what that there's an aidser, and there's a chance that this could that this could save your life. Would a person stop? A person wouldn't rest. What wouldn't a person do for himself or someone that he loves to try to, to try to somehow get to that, to get to that to, to that medicine or to that treatment? 
Especially since he was told from the beginning that there's really very little chance that anything can ever be with you. A person was told that there's no that there's no chance, and then and then you go to the treatment and you're able to have the treatment, and then they say to you that everything is gone. Everything is gone. There was a yid that used to work in the Diamond Exchange in Manhattan. He's not alive. He's not alive anymore. He was an old Hungarian Jew that my my uncle knew. That he was a yid that came from the Chasidah family. When he came after the war, he went through what he went through. And after the war, he came. He was a Mechal Shabbos. He raised his children without Yiddishkeit. He had it. And he came down with a he came down with a terrible machla, with a terrible sickness. And he said this to my uncle that he went. And it was known there by the other Jews, the old timers in the Diamond Exchange. That he went, he went to. He, he didn't want to, but finally he he, was, he went to every doctor. There was nothing. There wasn't the slightest opening. There was nothing to talk about. Especially in those days, there was not much nothing to talk about. So he went to the Lubavitcher to see him. Lubavitcher spoke to him a little bit and asked him, spoke to him about what he, where he comes from and what he went through. And, he, and the Lubavitcher asked him, "Do you put on tefillin?" He says, he says, I haven't put on film since before the war. The Rabbi says, I want you to promise me you put on film. So he had a hard time, he said. He said, I want you to promise me you put on film. So finally he started to cry and he said, I'll put on film. So then the, then the Rabbi touched him. Uh, uh, he had the machla, uh, I guess, in his chest or something. The Rabbi touched him on his arm where the film goes. And, then, and well, most people I wear it here on the left, but some people were there. He, and, he, and the Rebbe touched him over here and says, "This is gone, this guy. This is gone. It's nothing." And he said it was a shame over in, in Manhattan, but the Yidden that he went to the doctor, and there was not a trace of anything. Nothing was left from it. Gone. And he became a big elohid again, and so on and so forth. And the children come down, but he became a big elohid. So. Can you imagine how a person feels to go and to hear the doctor that until now every single thing that the doctor ever said was it's hopeless, there's nothing to talk about, and then they look and they don't know what to make of it, and they say, why not? They don't test whether this was wrong, that was wrong. Okay, you have to have a moment to believe in these things. Even if you don't have a moment, you don't know what to say about such things. But but to but to be able to to be able to experience such such a simcha. That's how we have to feel when we hear a tzaddik giving us an etzah of how to of, of, of how we still have a chance, no matter how old we are, no matter what we've done in our lives, no matter how bad it's been, whatever. That there's an etzah and it's an etzah shoot It doesn't cost anything. It takes a little time. An etzah pshut a baduka from the tzaddikim, not just from amchal, of how to come to a place. Of well, of why we were created, why we were created. Very zu bidiyuk The last line of page Laman Aleph. This is exactly the Ramchal. The Ramchal is saying Eidus. The Ramchal is testifying, and he's saying that all, the others, the Imahos, and all the Sadiqim, the only way that they came to Kivas Hashem is through this. Is through what? Is putting aside a few minutes, a time during the day, of 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 truth. That's true, and talking, and 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 remembering the truth.
And in a positive way, if you use this, then you're very, very close. Page Lamed Beis. Then it's going to be very straight and relatively simple to come to that. And it doesn't have to change your life. You don't have to leave your house. You don't have to leave your marriage. You don't have to leave your friends. You don't have to stop. You know, you don't have to stop. Uh, uh, but you, you don't have to stop with the things in life. I mean, obviously, there's something that's in the very. You have to stop with that anyway. You don't have to stop with anything. You live regular life. But a life that's filled with kibbutz or a king, and that everything in the world is, is it looks different. He says, "What I'm telling you now is not a vart. It's not a vart." Melitza Rayon Musayb. I'm not telling you some nice idea. Hamusavart, a chesedishavart. I'm not telling you a vart, an idea. Like we should come home now and say, you know, it's a nice vart. The Ramchalzeitz is a nice vart. That's how we grew up in the yeshiva. Everything was a vart. Everything was a vart. Everything was just an idea. It was a vart. That's all. That's how it was. This is not a nice vart. It's not a melitza rayon musayb. That's why you see that he. He consistently refuses to make things heavy with all kinds of chazals and svarim. He does not do that. Because he does not want anybody to use this as an excuse to say over nice vetlach. To be able to say over pshatlach. He will not allow it to happen. And he does that in all the svarim. With the Kabbalah ones, it's a different type of a sefer. But with all of these svarim, he will not... And he knows that, he knows it inside out. He will not allow anybody to, to use intellectual things and nice ideas as an excuse to forget about the eights of the, 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 eights of the, the essence of what he's saying. Because you can you could totally forget it. Ram says all the time, you see some beautiful work, you see this work, you see that work. The way I learned in Vartan, I'm telling you the Nakuda of truth. Nakuda Hamitis. The inner point of truth. The Ramchal testified. It wasn't saying a word. The Ramchal was made. He said, Edis, that if you use this Eitzah, and this is the Eitzah, you could acquire Kol Eilamu, your entire world. Meaning that world that you are able to. To reach whatever Madrega, obviously people on different Madregas, but Eilamai. But you're able to reach. Adshiz Barbi Sam says, Lomachavasa, but Eilamai. In your world, on your Madrega, who you could become. Doesn't have to be like this Sadiq or Sadiq, but for you, who you could become. And without this Eitzah, you can't. Ain't Safik. There's no doubt, there's no question. Shemisha Yanasalakaimas Advarim. That anybody who tries to keep what we're learning here, to actually put it into practice, it's going to be challenged with many things. It's going to feel many difficulties and be challenged in many ways. There's no question. There's no question. Mibayis and Mechutz, inside of yourself, and even outside of yourself, there'll be different nesiones and challenges. They could take place on many levels. They could take place on many levels. Inside of oneself? No, nope, it's obvious. 
and even outside of oneself, a, 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 a husband, a friend, or this or that, could say, what are you doing, what for, and it's not Hashkite, whatever it might be, all kinds of nisyanis, inside and out. If a person is strong enough with his koiches to overcome these difficulties, Ashrav v'toivlo, and he's fortunate and it's very good for him. Koiches atzmai, kloima, shumis chazik b'boyu hainaisamai. What do you mean, your own koiches? Nobody has his own koiches. It means that you're strengthened with the koiches that the Baruch Hashem is giving you to be able to overcome these obstacles that are in your way. A person who feels that he's not matzliach, he's not successful with this. And and If a person feels that he's not that he's not and he thinks and he thinks that what we're talking about, he sees that it could help him. Anything that he sees that could help him, he should try to, to use. In other words, you should, if you can, use your inner kaychas that Hashem is helping you with, that's good. But whatever you could do to, to get in this path, whatever you could do to get in, on this path, you should do. The main thing is to stop thinking about these things and to stop talking just about them and to actually begin to put it into use. help each person reach the truth. To take what I'm talking to you about absolutely literally, 100% literally, and to apply them practically to your lives. And a person can reach the, that that level of that's why I, I, I'm sure that I mentioned last time so a while ago so some of you might not have been here that that recently that recently uh, and actually a Woodmere boy uh, Rabbi Eiser uh, Bergman put out an English book and, and it's absolutely wonderful wonderful book uh, it's called uh, when Heaven and Earth Kiss. Oh, I'm saying it the wrong. Right? That's what I don't remember. It's Earth and Heaven, Heaven, Earth. So Kiss, and it's a, it's actually the most the clearest, most beautiful manual that I've ever seen for his this Practically developing uh, a mahalach in his this that I've ever seen anywhere, and it's published by by the by the Chabad Breslov, and I'm sure you can get it either in the store or on the computer if you look on Breslov, uh, and it's it's. Step by step, it's clear and straightforward and funny and normal and beautiful and real. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very, very big bracha. That, that again, if we're living at this time, these things, we, they were never available. We there was no such thing as this kind of These things, we never had them. But the last minutes before Mashiach comes, the Bani is giving us an opportunity to make such an unbelievable jump to, to the next stage that our fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers never had such a thing. To, to make such a jump for people like us, simple people, that we can make a jump in such a good way. But we're going to be learning much more about that when we go into the Indian of Cheshman and Nefesh, of, of, of using the time as a Cheshman and Nefesh to make an accounting of one's life and how to do that, and remembering the Tachlis of one's life, which Rabbi Nachman says 
that any time that a Jew thinks of the tachlis, it's me'ein olam haba. It's the taste of olam haba. Because olam haba is a tachlis. So whenever you stop during the day, and you're during your life, and you think of what's my tachlis, it means it's me'ein olam haba. It's a taste of the next world. When a person thinks of my tachlis, so we'll continue as Hashem with the next time. Meshachayach.